another episode of Popcorn Heroes. With me as always. Wait, no, you're not with as me as always. always. Are you a liar? Back for the first time. <laughs> Back for the first time, Mike. Hey. And this is gonna be. It's been a while. We've been talking. I've been talking about this uh, episode, and it hasn't come. It hasn't come out yet, but yeah, we're gonna finally do the control spoiler free. No sport. No uh, spoiler talk. Build, yeah, yeah. For the yes, filled spoiler talk. Um, for the if you guys haven't heard the spoiler free one, it just dropped a couple days ago, so you guys can get that one a listen. All right, so Mike, let's let's do a rating. What would you give the game? One out of five. One out of five. I'd give it a four. Okay. Yeah, it was um, a really good game. It won um, IGN's uh, Game of the Year. How do you feel about that? It won Game of the Year? For IGN, not for, like, Game Awards. For last year? What else came out last year? No, nah, I can't uh, win Game of the Year. Sekiro uh, Shadow Die Twice won for... Oh, I play that one. One for, game of, one for the Game Awards. Um, that Goose game that everyone talked about uh, came out. <laughs> Um, Death Stranding right, came I, I out. Can see, I can see why I got Game of the Year. <laughs> Last year was a trash year for games. Yeah, yeah. So it did win Game of the Year. I mean, yeah, playing it um, definitely. I agree with the with your uh, with your rating a four. I give it a four, and definitely, I think um, I can see why I won Game of the Year for sure. For, definitely for sure. All right, so we're not gonna do a spoiler-free part since that is. Already came out, so we're gonna jump into spoilers immediately. Um, all right, so Mike, yeah, what do you think of overall the game, like the story, the combat? How do you feel? Um, overall, uh, I mean, I did give it a four, so I thought it was a pretty good game. The combat is, as far as like a third person game, it's probably some of the best combat I've played in the game uh, in a while. It just you feel like a lot of freedom to pretty much just do anything you want uh, during a given situation as long as you're sufficiently, I guess, powered up. Um, story-wise, it was a pretty interesting story that kept me hooked for most of the game. Um, what the you, locations. Yeah, what do you think about the the guns? Like, you know, the guns are, like, tied to you, and, like, you can obviously change, like, how the gun shoots, and you can make it a shotgun, you can make it, like, a, a sniper and a, a somewhat of, like, a semi-automatic pistol did you was there a gun that you realized okay I'm not gonna use this gun that often or like this kind of trash uh the automatic version of the uh the service weapon is the one I use the least the the splatter right mm, splatter I don't know if that was the name I think you might have just made that up or the splinter no I didn't make it up we never make stuff up here in Popcorn Heroes. <laughs> that's that's never. one of your favorite things. Um, <laughs> but that was probably the only one I didn't use, but I might be wrong because I was talking to my brother. Um, I got him to get PS Now and play Control. Uh, so he's playing it now. He says that's one of the weapons that he uses the most. Well, that's crazy. that version of the uh, service weapon. Yeah, no, that... Yeah, that I like the shot. I was mostly like the... The regular uh, standard pist- pistol and then the shotgun attachment, basically. That's how. That's I what I used at first. The, at first, until you get the one that I guess is, uh, which one was it? The Pierce, which is like a one-hit kill for the regular ones. And then when you upgrade it, it's pretty much a one-hit kill for most, uh, most people you fight. And then when I realized you could just upgrade the freaking 
Uh, telekinesis. I, I didn't really need anything else. Okay. Yeah. Did you ever have a hard time with like? Because there was a moment in the game, like towards the end, when you had to like, um, pretty much save like, what's the name of like the um, the person inside your head, like uh, the uh, Polaris. Polaris. When you got to go say Polaris, and she's like attached to the dome and shit. You had to like go up like the chain of like different enemies. Now, by, that, by that point, I was a god in the game. Oh shit! Really? So you had no problems? No, I didn't have any problems. You died at that part. I died so many times. I must have died like that. That that probably took me more than like an hour or two. Just what? To get through. Yeah, that I was, was one run through. Because like there was nowhere to hide in some in some spots. Like when you're a god, you don't need to hide. I was flying around and throwing shit everywhere. Nah, man. And yeah. then actually, by that time, I'd stopped using the. Actually, I'm lying. I'd stopped using the pierce towards the end of the game and started using the the one that. You know how they have those enemies that throw those like um, I don't know if they're rockets or whatever they throw at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the you have the gun, something. the charge that shoots something similar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The charge. Yeah. By that time, yeah, I was using charge and the telekinesis, and I was unstoppable. Okay. Damn, that's kind of crazy. Um, did, did you, you um? Yeah, did you uh, do all like the hidden bosses? Not hidden bosses, but I guess like side bosses in the game because there are bosses that were way harder than. than I didn't. I didn't. I tried to, and I was like, "Nah, fuck this." Especially like by how we're talking, like I clearly wasn't as good as you. So like, no. There was a the the one that was in the fridge. Did you do that one? That one was a hard one. That one was kind of hard. But there was another one, the anchor. Was it the, I think it was the anchor that was the hardest boss for me. That that's under like that's under like it's underground. That's like under the elevator shaft. Uh, I don't remember where it was. Where you find the uh, like the kind of she sounds always angry scientist. That's like that she's like underground. No, that was an, oh that was another hard boss. The um there's a mold boss that you have to fight down there, which is probably the second hardest one for me. So which where is the anchor at then? Is that the one with the the, 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 the jukebox that he's like, oh, I gotta go t- do that no, jukebox. There was just a part I don't remember where it was, but there was like a long it was like a big chasm that you can't cross until you can levitate. Okay. But I don't. You probably didn't do that one. But yeah, there's the only way you can get it is by levitating across all that space, and then once you get there, you see this big ass anchor, and then you try to uh, cleanse it or whatever, and then the boss comes out. That shit was oh, hard. Oh, an actual anchor. Okay. I thought yeah. that was the, na- the name of the boss. No, it was an actual... Well, I mean, it takes... Because, you know, all the objects, all the... What was it? The AWEs, the Altered World Objects? Yeah. They take the form of whatever, and this one was a giant anchor, and then it transforms into a boss. Okay. Um, how did you how did you feel about the, um, the difficulty? Because I found it pretty hard. Did you... Nah, there are... <laughs> The only times the game was nah, it wasn't really hard. The only times it got hard is when, well, other than two of the bosses, was just when I was having too much fun and being too reckless and just running into into the middle of a fight without really protecting myself. Because even on the on like normal difficulty, which is what I played, you die pretty quickly once you start to take some damage. Yeah, I I tried to change the difficulty like during that like part where I was dying like every hour. And um, I wasn't able to, so I. Oh, you can't change mid. That sucks. 
I don't know. I, maybe you can, maybe you can't. I have no idea, but it wouldn't let me, so I didn't even... And I couldn't find how to change it. Um, so we were talking about the altered world uh, objects, and obviously, like, how did you feel about the story in terms of like? So like, the whole story takes place like in the oldest house, and the oldest house is kind of like where like reality meets like the subconscious, the unconscious like world. Like, how did you feel about like the story and like the where it delve into like the um, like this un- like supernatural stuff? I mean, at first, I was, like, confused. I didn't know what the hell was going on. I, I didn't expect all of that from this game. I thought it was just going to be a game about shooting and, like... I really thought it was just going to be a game about shooting. And maybe you had, like, a couple of abilities here and there. But then once it starts to delve into, like, the... Yeah, the, the building being the oldest house and, I guess, people's perceptions affect things or the subconscious of, like, just everyone affects everything... It started to become more interesting, and that's when I was trying to, at first, because, you know, you pick up all the side notes, and you, there are all these, like, audio logs, all this other bullshit that you can, like, pick up. And at first, I was trying to ignore all of it, but then as you get more into the game, and people are throwing all these terms out at you, and there's just, like, so much. I don't even know how they developed all this for one single game, unless they plan on making it, I guess, a property. But I thought, overall, it was pretty interesting. It was, I don't know. I don't really know how to describe it. It was different than anything I've seen before. Yeah, it's so weird because the game has so much symbolism. Like, the board is like this... They, I guess they exist in the ast- astral plane and they select the director and they communicate through like that big upside-down triangle. I don't think it's the board that selects the director, though, because I think you inherently have to have the ability to become... You, you have to have a certain amount of ability or whatever to become director. Because she was one of the people eligible to become director. Her brother, and I think, well, those are the only two people they mentioned as candidates to be director. And I don't think she was selected by the board. She just showed up. And they were like, well, hey, you're the director yeah. now. Well, I think, I, think that she, I think she was the director because she does have a tie to, like, the astral plane. So I think that's why they made her the director. And I, I, but it's weird. But her like, tie what, isn't through the board. Her tie was through Polaris. Her, yeah. So I'm reading here that so basically like. Do, 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 I'm reading on the Wikipedia. It says the board grants Jesse a new ability. Instructions to find four notes. Um. So yeah, the board kind of tells her like what. Like what to do, like like where to go, and like yeah, they do kinda, tell her what to do because she had yeah. no idea what the fuck was going on. It's so weird because you, you're playing as Jesse, but you're kind of controlled by Polaris. Like, are you just a puppet for Polaris? Um, that's that's what I thought. I thought there'd be a twist where like Polaris is the one that brought the his hair or whatever. I was expecting like more. That's the only thing I was kind of disappointed. There wasn't really like a big twist of like you've been working for this person for. For the whole game, and they turned on you. I was—that's what I wanted. But I, no, I don't think she was being controlled by Polaris. I think Polaris genu- genuinely needed help, and uh, that's what she was there for. Mm, okay. Um. And yeah, so like, yeah, this play, this game, it was for me like the plot was super like just so much, just so much like jargon and the and all of its terminology. I was just. 
it's it's like they they kind of threw you in with like slowly explaining it, and then it was just like you go because we're gonna start running with all of this like these terms <laughs> and like yeah. what's going on, and obviously the most a lot of like the, the the story or at least the background story is like told through like you know, audio logs and and like notes that you find. Um, how did you feel about the hotel? that you like warp that you get to like warp into like, every so often um i really like that just the whole idea of like the hotel being i guess i don't know if it's a central place for dimensions or like i think that's that's what it was like it leads to all the different planes or other worlds or dimensions or whatever but i i don't just the design of the hotel the way it functions having to flick the light to do all that having just that one door that somehow can lead to anywhere in the oldest house I, I don't know. I just genuinely like the idea of the uh, the motel, the ocean side motel, ocean view motel, one of those. The ocean view motel, yeah, it's really cool. And I just I I honestly thought that like at first that like okay, this is pretty trippy. It kind of reminded me like a little bit of like a X Files kind of vibe. But then like after a while, it, it kind of like were it's welcome because it's like okay, I know I need to go into each hotel like room and like do something differently that I did before, and it ring the bell. I was hoping for something like more intense, like more like trippy. Um, that's the thing about the game that I did enjoy. Like the game, like I guess it, it does play take place in the oldest house. Like it allowed the the astral plane to coexist, and so you saw obviously the floor is moving around and stuff, and like things are changing. But I, I truly thought it was gonna be more of a like more of a of a spec. A spectacle in terms of like what's happening like in the Probably, game like you mean the ocean the motel yeah and je- well the motel was, was definitely well not the motel but the maze was definitely uh, a segment in the game that i'm like okay this is what i expected throughout the whole game the maze the maze that's constantly changing. I I believe it's it it, it, oh, it, it looks like that a hotel. was probably the best part of the game that yeah with the crazy rock music and i'm like oh this is this is insane yeah, not actually never expected anything like that from the game. That part caught me completely off guard, but that was definitely the best part of the game. Just the doors flipping, and then you're like walking up walls, and then you're on the ceiling, and the enemies are still coming at you, and then just doors opening here and there. Yeah, yeah, the maze was was, was pretty good. I I I didn't expect that. I expected more stuff like like the ocean, uh, like the ocean view. I keep forgetting ocean view, ocean side, whatever. Because, yeah. I mean, having played previous Remedy games like Max Payne and... What was that? What was the horror game? There was even an Easter I, egg for that game in this one. Alan I, Wake. I, I, Alan Wake. Yeah, it's usually more like subtle, slower paced, like things like that. So that's what I would have expected. I expect that from this developer. That All that fast paced door trip. I mean, because... Both their games before have been trippy, but I think this one just took it to a different level. Hmm. Yeah, I I truly thought it was like I wanted more of that, and it was just like I was thinking about you know how like some games can't be sold like later on in the future because like sometimes like music license like expire, so they yeah. have to like get the music license back. Like I wonder with this game like what's gonna happen because like you know years down the line like. Obviously, like it, it probably won't be, be won't be able to be sold again because like the music might license might expire. 
don't think that is that a thing. I mean, sometimes they can just renew the license. Yeah, and it's not really a popular game anyway. So I think if it were to this like, is not, not a popular be- game. It's ga- it's game of the year. How is it not popular? Well, supposedly, supposedly it sold well enough for them to like you know be profitable but it's not like a huge like say it wasn't a huge sale like um it i don't remember seeing it like in the mpd reports for the ps for the playstation um it might have cracked the top 20 or not even so like that's not really big numbers when you think about sales wise you know yeah especially at the time when it came out like there wasn't really much else like of that of like that uh consequence to like keep it from selling well so I mean I don't think any of their they've ever had a other than maybe Max Payne that's even that I don't think was like a best selling like everyone was talking about their games I don't think they've ever had like a big big game like that what did you think about um basically when you find your brother and he's like um Dylan and he is like pretty much like part of the hiss or the hiss are talking through him what do you think about like that interaction and those like scenes um I liked I mean I like all the characters honestly all the like side characters that you meet all the NPCs I like I just like that he was always like saying random ass shit and then like even when you talk to him he starts talking about these dreams that he's having and I must have spent like 10 minutes just sitting there listening to every fucking dream this guy had but I do like I didn't I mean, I guess I expected him to be in the game, but I thought it would be more about her rescuing him and then they fight off the hiss together or some shit like that. Um, I like the direction they took. He was just really yeah. insane. Yeah, it's interesting because, like, it's it seems like the hiss are, like, basically breaded from, like, this the the you know unconsciousness of like anger and like resentment like they're pretty much the embodiment of those kind of things and it seems like they like at least especially in the in the oldest house when you fight when you fight them like they are people that used to work there basically who have been like turned into the hiss and it's very interesting because like you can tell that because at first, when you first meet the um, Emily, who's like Emily Pope, who's like uh, one of the agents there, you start calling them the hiss, and then like everybody runs with it, as if like yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody in the rest of the game starts calling them the hiss, which was weird to me. Yeah, you start call, and even if they don't call it at first, you reference it at the hiss, and they just take it as if like yeah, that is what we're supposed to be calling this. But I think it's because you f- you kind of find out like later on that like they knew about you know they kind of they were kind of like watching jesse they were kind of watching like dylan and they've been doing like all these experiments and stuff like that beforehand so like it seems like i I think also it's kind of like um with like the the board kind of like talking to them and like the and like polaris i think like those terminologies were already set in place and i think like when she just said it they were just like, yeah, that, that's probably that's possibly already what it's called already. You just found out, you know. I found it weird that like she pretty much came up with the name and then everybody ran with it. But I'm pretty sure there's a reason for it. Like I, I, this game seems so like the story wise seems so like in depth that like there's no way that they they forgot that big like plot hole. Well, it's not that big of a plot hole, but still. I think that was really a well. 
Not it's kind of a, how is it a plot hole? It's kind of a plot hole because then how does it you know if she, how does she name something and then everyone just named and if there's documents of with of, of that of what they're being called like so it's with the the word his the same on it way she becomes the director and all of a sudden her picture is everywhere in the oldest house as the director the oldest mm-hmm. house knows what it's doing so 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 I guess what happened I guess is like the director made it like an alliance with the hiss and then he called them like forward. I don't think he made an alliance. I think they, they took over him first. Yeah, it seemed like he was like being like controlled. You know, at yeah. the end where like he's like talking and you like you 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 are around him and he's about to like shoot himself, there's like a whole like um dialogue where he explains like what happens. Like if you don't interact with him, he actually just tells you exactly like what's going on and stuff. Yeah, that part was kind of weird. That's where I thought he was going. That's where I thought you were going to find out that Polaris was really behind it the entire time. But that that didn't happen. I did. I mean, I always sit around to listen to people talk whatever bullshit they they have to say. (laughs) He was talking for a long ass fucking time, though. Yeah. Um, But he does tell you like the whole story of how he was, I guess, taken over by the hiss. Yeah. And like he pretty much has like no choice. eh? And like he just pretty much like. Like lets them like uh, come through because like that's that's he kind of just submits to them. Yeah, he they get him to think that they're the good guys and Polaris is the bad guy, so he opens I guess the way for them to come through. Yeah. Um, and would you? So you you did play it on PS Now, so did I. Uh, did did you stream it at all? Like, did you? I streamed it? it at first, and I probably would have kept streaming it, but. Sometimes, like when it would slow down while streaming, that shit became like unplayable. Especially, I don't know if it was just me, but whenever I would pause the game, like the frame rate crashed. Not crashed completely, but, I, but it it was pretty bad. Even after I downloaded it, it was still like that. I think it's because the game just doesn't really like run well on the PS4 already, like nature, like naturally. So like streaming it, this because like even like I was like I streamed it. At first, and then I jumped, and then she does like this weird like double jump, like she kind of she looks like staggered in the air a little bit. Yeah. And then I uh, downloaded it, thinking that the jump was like a hitch from like the stream. Yeah. And then when I downloaded and I jumped, she was totally fine. Like it was just, no, it was actually the same <laughs> kind of jump. And I just noticed that like for me, like the colors were a bit muted, and textures weren't fully like rendered, I guess, as best as possible. But it was not 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 unplayable. Mm, I mean, how do you know the colors were muted? Isn't that how the game is? The game seems kind of. I mean, I what, took a, what were you I comparing a, it to? I took a photo of the game, like while I streamed it, and then I took a photo of it downloaded. Ah, okay. I didn't do all that. <laughs> yeah. Well, what, what do you? <laughs> yeah, man. For the audience, you gotta let them know. Um, did you, uh, what, what kind of speed you're running over there? Like, are you LAN or you Wi-Fi or? Uh, Wi-Fi. I don't remember. But it, that's only that game because I've played other games. Um, I'm playing Doom now on PS Now and I rarely have any problems. And that's like and a you, really, really fast-paced game. And I'm streaming just, Doom. Okay. You, um, how many, uh, meg- megabytes you get down? Um, I want to say I get... I think with Comcast, I get up to 100. I think maybe generally like around 50, 60 on the PS5. Okay. Uh, 
on the PlayStation with uh, because it's Wi-Fi not directly connected. Yeah. All right. I, um. Yeah, I, I think I got like a hundred and some, like I close to a hundred, but I'm wired though, so we're about pretty much about the same. If anything, like it's probably just the uh, the game, honestly, because the game did seem game. that yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, I mean, I agree with you. Like the the combat was super great. It, I felt like I was like for the first time, it felt like one of those superhero games, like like fully like like realized. Like obviously, we, me and you both played Infamous that I compared it to in our sport and free talk, and yeah. it kind of reminded me of Infamous, but just like turned up to like ten. You never played? Uh, you never played any of the prototype games? No, I haven't. Is this is this is this similar to Prototype? Yeah, Prototype is one of those games where you felt like. You had unlimited power. It's just it wasn't as it was nowhere near as polished as Infamous. So I think Infamous was more popular. But as far as mm. gameplay, I want to say Prototype was let you feel more like I, you weren't really a hero. You're more an anti-hero, but it let you feel more right. powerful. Okay. But this was definitely a step up from from Infamous, especially once you get to be able to levitate and you're storing shit, and with, you have the shield that you can throw back at people and you can control people's minds. It was just a lot going on in the game at once. Yeah, like you're constantly just moving, and you're constantly. It's just a fast, super kinetic game, and like, yeah, man, like definitely, really glad I was able to play it, um, especially during quarantine, because like shit was pretty weak in terms of like what to do. So it's definitely a game that's still available. I think it's available until like July, I think, or June on oh, really? PS Now. I might actually get the DLC for it. I want to see if they have any like new abilities. If they got new abilities, but I might get the DLC. Would it be? I mean, think about it. Did you you buy the DLC, but then what? Like, you lose the game once you lose PS Now. So I'm never after I beat the DLC. I'm not gonna play the game again. Ah, uh, okay. Right, do you? Know I don't really. I don't really replay games that much. I was about to try and replay uh, the Last of Us because the uh, part two's coming out what, next coming month. Out. Yeah, man. Next month part two's coming out. Yeah, but then I started playing again. I'm like, nah, fuck this. I already beat this game once. I'm not doing that shit again. Yeah, and it's kind of slow, and it's like one of those. Yeah, it's, that's for sure. Yeah. All right. Um. So that pretty much wraps it up. Any thoughts on control? Any like last words? Um. Damn. Was there anything else I want to talk about the game? Not that I can think of. This was a really, 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 really good game. Yeah, um, definitely. It's it was like after I played it, I was like I can see why I won game of the year. Like it's a weak year, but it definitely even yeah. on a stack year, it deserves like a nomination because it yeah. it's just just a trippy, fun, kinetic game to play. Really, I think that's that was the best part. The fact that it was that fun, the story was that engaging, and it was still like crazy, still real trippy. Nothing uh, yeah. like any other game I played for a while. Hopefully they get enough funds to do like a sequel. It's funny because like they seem like a team that like their their games have always been like critically like successful, yeah. like in terms of like uh, reviews and ratings. Yeah, but like, uh, but they just don't seem to make that much back. So like, I'm wondering if anyone's ever gonna like purchase them in terms of like Microsoft or like, um, PlayStation. You know, because they just seem up for the grabs. Like I feel like. I mean, but Dude. when was the last? I, I don't know. Maybe it's single player game. But when was like the last new IP for a single player game 
that really like grabbed people that did really really well i would say spider-man and god of war but that's not a new ip or neither of those are new ips they have like Mm. fan bases okay i get you i get what you're saying um like i've seen a lot of people say over the years that single player uh single player driven games are dying out and it's funny. I don't think so, though. Especially like when you look at Sony and most of like their like most of their developers and most of like their like best games that are like championed are single player games. Yes, but the best the uh, the best selling games are generally the multiplayer games. That's tr- that's true, but I mean. I think in the long haul, obviously, multiplayer games are going to sell. But I mean, look at Microsoft, though. They have their like possibly one of the best multiplayer games in Halo 5 and in Gears of War 5. And no one really talks about them. Mm, Possibly one of the best multiplayer games is a stretch. Yeah. Well, maybe once upon a time. Maybe they're not probably as like, like player base, but at least like the way it's run and stuff yeah like they definitely are up there like in terms of like what they offer people always talk about the heyday of halo and halo 2 i've heard that halo the halo um halo 5 is the best is the best um in terms of multiplayer story-wise it's it's garbage or not that great but like multiplayer wise i heard it's the best one and it gives it worth five i just heard like it's a solid it's the best entry in terms of a multiplayer but I mean I don't know I, I feel like single player games are not going anywhere like there is I don't still think so either for, I, don't, I mean I don't think they're them. dying but I don't think they're as the single player experience is as sought after as it used to be personally I prefer uh, well I mean I prefer a mix but if I had to choose one it would probably be a game with a really good story over like just a multiplayer game yeah, I agree. I think I I definitely agree. I, I, both of these parties, both PlayStation and um, Xbox, they do need like a multiplayer like juggernaut, which they don't have. Maybe Halo Infinite would be that for Microsoft, but um, they don't really like PlayStation needs a a, a multiplayer game for sure. Because they 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 already have everything else at this point. Yeah, I don't think they've ever, at least not for first party games, have had like a multi uh, a multiplayer game that everyone could just gravitate towards. Yeah. Alright, well, I guess that ends our episode on our spoiler talk of control. Guys, if you guys want, please check up. Please go listen to our other episode. We just finished Westworld. Uh, the whole season is, is uh, been, has been reviewed. We did a Clone Wars uh, final season review and we're doing Insecure which Mike is back on it's good to have you back on that one Mike um, and we review each episode of that as well so guys we'll catch you next time on another episode of Popcorn Heroes that was where I said outro outro yeah uh, yeah outro <laughs>